So it's 60 degrees going up to a high of almost 70 today in the New York City area, which will be closely followed by a <laughs> a 20 degree day by Monday. Um, set to be about no higher than 30 degrees on Friday with the chance of snow. I don't know, we're all over the place. And it's kind of annoying. This is definitely get sick weather. It's get sick weather. I don't know what to think. The weather is as schizophrenic as the politics, as the violence. I just, um, you guys. All right. Way to start on a good note. Okay. You are tuned in. Sorry, I got to pick off my eyelashes because, like, some of them are, like, hanging down and then it gets, like, in your face and it's kind of weird, but whatever. So, anyways, tuned into an all-new episode. Not even going to hold you. Uh, like, a super slow week. Um... I feel like since the last time we talked, I don't know what all is going on. What are you doing? Um, for those who are wondering, for those who think that gospel music has gone too far, I am still pregnant. Hmm. I think I've been pregnant now for at least 14 months. You know, If you've ever been pregnant and it's like it spans over two years. So like I was pregnant in 2021, it's 2022 and the first quarter of 2022 is almost coming to an end and I'm still pregnant. It just makes you feel like it's never, never going to give you up. It's never going to let you down. But the, my baby is the joy of my life and a blessing, okay? So, there. But I'm sure our favorite new co-host will be here anytime soon. Anyways, how are you guys doing? It feels like everyone is trying to kind of go back to some assimilation of normalcy, whatever that means. Um, Yeah, like people just, I don't know. I think they're done with everything that's going on. And as soon as you think you're done, as soon as you think that normalcy could be a thing, here comes World War III over in Ukraine and Russia, Here comes another COVID variant that says that if you've been afflicted with Omicron, it's likely that you will get this next variant. Oh, you didn't hear about that? Mm Mm-hmm. And then the weather skadoodle. Meek Mill won't shut up. Um... 
Wendy Williams is leaving. It's, it's just a lot. It's a lot. And I feel like my soul is tired. You know? Are y'all tired? I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. It's just like the girls just, ugh, 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 ugh. Honestly. Like, it just feels like I'm not interested in anything. I'm not interested in music that is coming out. The only television shows that interest me are like Abbott Elementary. And um, although Euphoria has gotten a chokehold on my life. Have y'all seen the latest episode? Episode 7 of Euphoria? Bitch to play. Listen, if you're not a Euphoria fan, and I know many people are not because of the highly sexualized drug content that is played out seemingly amongst what is high school students. And now, here's the wild thing. High school was, you know, more than 20 years ago for me, but... I don't recall it being, it wasn't as glamorized, but I knew girls in college that were doing drugs more than smoking weed, okay? Girls who were deep-throating that dick, niggas that were doing crazy shit, like girls who were dating men that were way too old for them. Yes, I just, I hate that, like, when people past a certain age and past a certain level of experience, they almost kind of forget what was happening around them during those times. And, you know, unfortunately, or fortunately, if you made it through your high school years unscathed, that's awesome. But, and if you even made it through your college years unscathed, also awesome. But we all go through shit. So it's like, you know, it kills me, the people who, like, act like they don't have a vice. You know? Do you know those people that, like, they turn their face up at you for, you know, smoking a little weed, maybe a little excessively, however, they can't keep their dick in their pants? You know? Like, the girls have always acted like there was a sin weight scale, but... There is not. But okay, back to euphoria. So I don't I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't caught up yet. But that play is a gag. Lexi, girl. Bravissimo. Now, obviously, because it is highly dramatized for the purposes of television. We all know that the lighting and the costuming and the, the this and the that is way more than an average high school play would have been given. But for the purposes of our viewing pleasure, mm, 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 mm. yes, Lord. Listen, I can't wait to see what the next episode will be. And yeah, bravo to... Um, Zendaya, because girl, yeah, it's given. It's given, mama. It's it's definitely given. Um, and she just seems to be riding a high with this new uh, relationship with uh, 
Tom Holland. Now, I'm not super familiar with him. Was he in Spider-Man? I don't I don't do the Marvel and the the DC comic like movies and of the such. Like I don't do that. I don't do those. But like for everybody who does, I really hope that like you know who I'm talking about, Tom Holland. He's from England and he's Zendaya's boyfriend and he's shorter than her. <sighs> would you would you ever date somebody who is shorter than you? Now, this is not normally a question for cisgendered um, heteros, because like, if you're like a guy and you're dating a shorter girl, it's never really a big deal. Like people don't look at it awkwardly. But if you're a girl and you're dating a shorter guy, it's like, well, for real, you know, like y'all got height requirements because the girls have normally like face requirements. Education requirements, financial requirements, but do y'all have height requirements? Is that weird? I don't, I mean, I am a statuesque five, five. Oh yes. Oh my God. I know <laughs> I'm model, but, um, I, I can't recall. Last time I dated somebody who was shorter than me, I was probably nine. And he hadn't quite hit his mark yet. That relationship lasted all of two days. And then I was like, "Mm, you're shorter than me. I cannot do this. But thank you. Um, So, yeah. All right. So hopefully you're doing okay. Um, this has been an, uh, really, like I said, the weather has been all over the place. Um, so I know a lot of you are like kind of trying to enjoy the weather, but probably not really so much because how, um, this week for me has been like, I've been trying to like take on my daily affirmations. Are y'all into that? We t- I know I talked to you about like journaling and what that process has been looking like for me and still doing it. So hopefully you guys went out and got yourself, I don't know, a notepad from the 99 cent store, or anything. Just write some stuff down. You'd be really surprised at the power of what happens when you write things down. But um because today is Wednesday, I'm going to share my affirmation with you for today. So my affirmation for today is I am more and more aligned with my higher self and what and with what is best for me. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. Okay. Um, but without further ado, let's go on ahead and get into the 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 thick of it into the thick of it um so all right i think the biggest news of the week is um us having to say goodbye to um our beloved wendy williams now it was announced that the wendy williams talk show as we know it um is going to be done and uh for a lot of us um sad sad i mean honestly i will never not give it up to wendy williams i know a lot of people have 
gone as so far as to say that what is being experienced in her life is a result of her talking shit about different celebrities and you know, digging wildly into their personal lives, which quite frankly, if it was that personal, she wouldn't have been able to do it because she came up in a time where social media was not a thing. So for her to be made privy to the information or whether it was true or false, you know, I don't know. But I do know that Wendy Williams... You know, while many of our black entertainers were just looking to be spoken about on Entertainment Tonight or on E! News Daily or in one of several white um, gossip magazines, she provided and talked about people that mattered to us in the black hip hop and urban culture. And she did that during a time where they weren't being spoken about like they are now. You know, black culture is now pop culture. But it wasn't like this when Wendy started. So for me, seeing all that has happened to her in such a short amount of time, because she was set to come back to the show in October, but she never returned. So we've only been experiencing this season of the show without Wendy William and a myriad of guest hosts, including Michael Rappaport, Sherry Shepard, Remy Ma, Fat Joe, Bevy Smith, Terrence J, and the list goes on and on. And none of them, no disrespect, but none of them have peaked my interest. I would say probably the ones that have come closest would be Remy Ma and Fat Joe. Um, And I think that that has a lot to do with their dynamic and the fact that Joe seems to have a really great bubbly personality and isn't afraid to, you know, speak on certain things. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm having some cherries. Mother is hungry. But a spokesperson for the Wendy Williams show did confirm that um did confirm yesterday that as a result of Wendy experiencing some challenges with her health issues um that she would not be returning and that the show time slot would be taken over by Sherry Shepard former host of The View now um You know, I think it's important to understand that Sherry is not taking over the Wendy Williams show or the Wendy Williams experience. Sherry will be taking over the time slot for the Wendy Williams show and will be um, doing some stints, continuing some stints as a guest hostess on the show. Um... Sherry don't do it for me. She didn't do it for me on The View. And she don't do it for me here. Um, I hate the way they dress her on the Wendy Williams show. You know, Sherry has a very specific body. She is not a woman of great height. Um, She's got large boobs. 
very short neck and wide shoulders. And they insist on putting her in these dresses that make her look like the letter Y. And I hate it for her. I hate it for her. But her wigs have gotten better. I think she's a really nice lady. I wish nothing but success for her. But I will not. I shan't be tuning in. Um, now, Wendy Williams continues to fight in her struggle against Wells Fargo Bank. And it is being reported that she may actually even go to default on not only her <clears throat> home mortgages, but also payroll and other financial obligations due to the fact that Wells Fargo Finance has frozen her financial accounts. Now, the bank claims that they're doing this because they are afraid that due to her most recent health and alleged emotional bouts that she may be getting forced into financial decisions that don't necessarily bode well for what she would be doing if she were in her right frame of mind, so to speak, allegedly. However, they are calling for her to, I guess, take on some sort of conservatorship. And until then, they are holding her accounts frozen. Now, I did not know that the bank could do that. Now, I always felt like Wells Fargo was funny anyway. You know, they give very much watch over your like vibes. Remember Wachovia? Wachovia would do everything but watch over your money. Okay. Mm, mm. Well, listen, I am going to continue to pray for Wendy because she is by far um, my television and radio and media goddess and legend. She is my legend. Um, I regard her in such a high stance, whether or not I have always agreed with her stance on, on popular and unpopular topics. I respect her in a way that is beyond, um, She's always been forthright and forthcoming with who she is. Um, and that's with everything from her personal life to her drug addictions to, um, you know, the way she came up in this industry. Scrappy girl from Ocean Township, New Jersey. So, Wendy, we love you. We cannot wait to see your triumphant return because I know that this is not goodbye, but this is just a see you later for now. How you doing? Um, so, okay, there's that. Um, so, did you guys hear about this story? So, okay, crazy story out of Florida. And I'm going to tell you why I'm bringing this up. So a Florida woman is facing first degree murder charges after the police say that she allegedly stabbed her husband. 
get this, more than 140 fucking times. How do you just keep your hand? Okay, all right. Imagine picking up your remote and putting it down 140 times. Like, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Could you imagine? I know you're doing it. I see your arm moving. I see it. I see it. I see it. I see it. I see you. Okay. She stabbed her husband more than 140 times. Why, you may ask? Well, Joan Burke, 61, of Florida, stabbed her husband, Melvin Weller, 62, of Florida, because they were in the middle, I guess, of a divorce. Now, it's being alleged that... um, The way this all went down was uh, on February 11th, uh, authorities said that they received a call from Melvin's stepson, Ricardo Anthony Green, when he came home from work and found Melvin lying in a pool of his own blood. Now, police noted that there were blood on the walls, on the cabinets, on the counters, and several knives and meat cleavers were found in the kitchen and on the sink. I don't know about y'all, but you know what I love. Friday night, a good Dateline 2020 story. Bitch, this is cool. Okay. So the weirdest part is, is that the police found Joan in the master bedroom, just chilling in silence. Now, an autopsy later revealed that um, Melvin died from stab wounds. And... um, If you now this happened in Palm Beach, um, somewhere down in Palm Beach County, down in in Florida. Um, So. This really happened because of a divorce and splitting of the assets that were looming over the marriage. So. Um. Following the call from Weller's stepson and the police arriving and finding uh, Miss Joan in her room, just kind of chilling. Basically, what it all boiled down to uh, was Miss Joan was found with cuts all over her hands. And the police said that the cuts were kind of more indicative of uh, someone who had been inflicting stab wounds. Now, her pending divorce, not an issue anymore since she didn't kill this man. Um, But the dispute supposedly came about because of millions of dollars in real estate that under the Florida law would have to be divided 50-50. She says she had just had a meeting outlining some of the terms of their divorce earlier in the week before the murder. Now, that could be one of the reasons why um, the the murder came about. But um, whenever there are marital assets to be split in the state of Florida, those marital assets um, are split equitably um, between the two parties And, um, yeah. So anyways, anyways, um, so it's, it sounds like, 
uh, Mr. Melvin was willing to split the assets equally. Um, and he was just wanting to go back to his home country of Jamaica and retire and call it a day. Now, <clears throat> the problem is, is that Miss Jones said that, um, there was a little kerfuffle over a quick, a quit claim deed on one of the properties. Um, and she wanted to take his name off at some point. And this was one of the properties that I suppose that had been worth um, some great deal of money. And she wasn't willing to split it with him. Now, the couple had been married for years, but waited until, I don't know, 20, 30 years post wanting to originally uh, get divorced to decide that this would be a good time to end it. So they basically waited until the assets had been joined together to decide, hey, you know what? And this happens a lot. The reason why I bring this up is if you had kids with someone would you wait until your kids are grown to decide that you guys are going to get a divorce? Now, I know that that sounds a little crazy, but it's not uncommon. Many, many people decide that instead of getting a divorce while their children are young, that they oftentimes will wait until their children are, I guess, of a certain age to try to mitigate some of the emotional and psychological downfall that they feel will kind of belabor their kids. But I think that what people fail to realize is that staying together does not help your kids, especially if you're staying together in an unhappy marriage. Now, people oftentimes in marriage go from being husband and wife to being roommates to just kind of sharing financial obligation with each other. And being like two ships that pass in the night. But Miss Joan, honey, you did not need to stab this man 140 times because you did not want to split the assets, girl. Like, if you don't love someone, why not just leave them? Why not just leave them? And I want to know, how did she believe that things were going to turn out if she, in fact, decided that she was going to kill her husband. She couldn't have possibly thought that she was going to get more just because she killed him. Well, prayers to all parties involved. Really wacky. Will Really tabacky. Can't even deal. Um, speaking of can't even deal. Um, rest in peace to Zoe Sozo Bethel. Um, who is or was crowned as Miss Alabama. Um, Zoe apparently passed away after a tragic accident. Now, on February 11th at about 12.05 a.m., the Miami Police Department officers responded to a call of a possible suicide attempt. Now, during their preliminary investigation, they found that Zoe fell out of a third floor window of a Miami building. Now, reports also state that um, the medical examiner ruled her cause of death as blunt force trauma in the manner of an accident. 
Now, family members of Zoe have confirmed that um, that she has indeed passed away. Now, this comes on the heels of there being a lot of high-profile um, suicides that have taken place um, right, virtually right in front of us. Um, Chesley Chris, former Miss, uh, was she a former Miss Teen USA or Miss USA or Miss, she is a former beauty queen and also extra correspondent and lawyer, um, recently jumped from a New York City apartment building to her death, um, as well as um, Regina King, who recently lost her son, I believe his name is Ian Isaiah Jr., um, to suicide. Um, You know, these are really crazy times that we are living in. And um, I don't know. I don't know. I I am definitely awestruck by the amount of suicides that have seemingly taken place. Now, since the pandemic started, mental health experts have worried that the emotional and mental stress created by COVID would lead to the rise in suicides. And that's exactly what it has done. Um, now kids, African-Americans amongst African-Americans, um, from the ages of five to 12, suicide has, um, risen and, um, they are now five to 12 more likely to die by suicide than any other age group. Nationwide suicides amongst black children under the age of 18 are up 71% in the past decade. Um, You know, if you are feeling stressed, um, if you feel like you've lost your routine, if you feel like you are getting away from a place where you are emotionally or psychologically or mentally able to take on the stresses of not just your personal life, but the things that are happening and the things that we've been exposed to around the world. I mean, it's not hard to watch even the news and feel like you've lost your grip and There's just no way to get it back. You know, um, for a lot of us, what we know to be routines in our lives have had to be broken because of COVID. The inability to go to certain places when we would normally go, something as simple as whether it is going to the gym or taking a long walk or just going downtown for just a walk around. Um, I live in New York City where the 
crime rate, even amongst homeless and mentally disadvantaged um, peoples, is up a tremendous amount. And while our local politicians have started to sweep the trains as of this week, Monday, for fare evaders and the homeless, that does nothing to squash the emotional and mental and psychological unrest that has taken place amongst these people. Um, I, you know, I'm someone that I am very hyper aware of my own emotional state because I think that for many of us, we like to pretend like, or not pretend, but I guess it's easy for us to just say like, tough it out, you know, or girl, I'm not feeling good. I'll just call a friend. And, you know, for many of us, many of us don't have friends that are um, mental health professionals. And so for me, even being that type of person sometimes and taking that stuff on could feel like, you know, if you've ever worked out and put weights, free weights on your back, could feel like just adding more weight on to an already high-pressured situation. Um, but if you or someone you know is suffering and needs counseling and support, please call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. The number is 1-800-273-8255. It is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and all your calls are confidential. Um, so last but not least, Rob Kardashian. Now, I'm not talking about, I don't know about y'all, but I'm not deep diving into Kanye West and Kim and all the crazy shit that's going on there. Um, everyone has an opinion regarding what's happening there. And, um, Kanye West released his Donda 2, um, I guess that is a, I guess, what do you call that? Uh, 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 an expanded version of his Donta album. So last night in Miami, he had the release for the album, which he said will not be available for streaming. It will only be available um, for purchase through his, Stem player, which, what is that, $100, $200? Um, and I don't know what that means for being able to actually just purchase and um, the album through your regular um, purchasing channels, um, Tidal or, um, or Apple Music. But he is encouraging folks to please... Um, you know, make the purchase through his STEM player. Um, I've chosen to no longer speak about the situation with him 
and his wife because I feel personally that it has taken a very ridiculous turn and that, um, you know, even if someone is not physically hurt by all of the rigmarole that is going on, that it feels like at some point in time, someone someone is going to be hurt emotionally, physically, whatever. And I just feel like it's getting to be much. So um, at any rate, um, so our ladies of the Far East, Black China and Tokyo Tony, they're another one. But this week it was reported that Rob Kardashian has ended his years-long legal battle with Black China. Now, if you do recall, he filed a lawsuit against her back in September of 2017 for assault, claiming she tried to strangle him with an iPhone charger cord after allegedly having had consumed too many drugs. Now, page six, which, you know, reputable as it can be, did report that the judge approved Rob's motion to dismiss his assault lawsuit against Black China without prejudice for the sake of their daughter. Um, And in a statement, um, Rob said, and I quote, my love for dream far outweighs my desire to proceed with my claims against her mother in a public trial. He added, now that the court has ruled that there is sufficient evidence to warrant a jury trial on my claim for assault for our daughter's sake. I am dismissing the action and focusing on co-parenting, on my co-parenting relationship with China. To which China's mom, Tokyo Tony, came out with her own iOS press release via, I don't know if this was via TikTok or Reels, but basically, Tokyo Tony began by calling Rob a champ at eating burgers and <laughs> basically said that it was bullshit and that, you know, he basically had no merits to stand on. And so he had no choice but to um, but to dismiss his claims against her daughter Um You know, I think that and and Tokyo did this all while smoking a blunt um, with her hat to the back. Um, (laughs) You know, first of all, in my mind, I thought to myself, well, what does she want? Would she prefer that he... um, that he continues his claim and keeps her tied up in litigation in court, dragging her name through the mud um, whilst in front of their child. Um, now, Tony and China have had their own share of tumultuous relationships that have or their share of a tumultuous relationship that has played out in the public um, 
and embezzle, embezzle, but, um, but nonetheless, I think it's interesting, um, <laughs> you know, Rob, instead of dragging China, he dropped his case, not because he wanted to, you know, or he felt as though there was no merit because the judge had already decided that his claims had merit and that it could go to trial. He was trying to avoid it for his daughter, which is to me very admirable. Um, you know, I think in this case, what I would say is that while I understand to- Tokyo's need to defend her daughter, I think probably she is best served defending her daughter in the privacy of their own home. I I can't understand why people feel like they need to do those things in the eye of the public and then complain about the public response to their public appeal. And I feel like many celebrities have a problem or people who are akin to celebrities have this problem where they feel like the answer is, let me come out in public to make a public appeal. However, I don't want a public response because if they don't readily agree with me, they're they're assholes. They're haters. <laughs> I think in them watching what is happening with with Kim and Kanye, and you know, Dream is at least five. She's got to be at least five by now, four or five. It is not cool to incite. this kind of visceral between co-parents. I'm not sure exactly what Tokyo thought she would gain, but I mean, if you let China tell it, Tokyo ain't exactly mama of the year. So prayers to all parties involved. Child, 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 child. All right, let's go ahead. We're going to take a break and then we're going to come right on back to set the table. And we are back. So as we just previously discussed during the show, um, a lot of us just need encouraging right now, right? And sometimes when you are looking to people to encourage you who also need their own brands of encouragement, it's hard to get what you need. So how do you get over that hurdle? Like, what do you do? Well, um, I know that I have discussed this on previous episodes, but I think it's worth mentioning one more time before we end out this month of February encourage yourself 
Speak victory over yourself. The Bible often talks about how life and death is in the power of the tongue. Now, that's not an accident. It's the truth. A lot of us are new age believers, not specifically subscribing to any one dogma or religion. Um, but believing ourselves to be higher spiritual beings. Well, even if that is the truth, manifestation lies in the power of belief. Belief can cure and kill. I am a firm believer of that. See, one cannot be looking to encourage oneself in hopes for the better when they can't get beyond speaking the bitter. So you got to change the bitter for the better. So even if it's just giving yourself one affirmation for the day, or if it is telling yourself that, you know what, today I'm bigger, I'm brighter, and I'm better than I was yesterday. It don't got to be that deep. It doesn't have to be a Bible verse. It doesn't have to be something that sounds super spiritual. It doesn't even have to be anything that you share with anybody else. This could just be something that is meant for you, your head, and your eyes, and your mouth only. This is weird times for all of us. We don't know if we go into World War III. We don't know if it's sunny or gloomy outside. We don't know if it's safe to be amongst people who look just like us. We don't know if it's safe to go to work. We don't know if we could afford to pay our bills. Rents are skyrocketing. In some cities like Miami, more than 100% past what they were one previous year ago. Things are going up. They're talking about gas being at least $5 before the end of the second fiscal quarter of the year. We need encouragement. We need hopes for the better. But sometimes the only person you have to look to for encouragement is yourself. The power of life lies within you, not outside of you. The things that are made possible start from within you, not outside of you. While it's always amazing to get encouragement from the people that we love, or even from perfect strangers, it is within our own mind's power that we are able to find the strength for the ability to keep moving ahead in a world that seems super unsure. So if I can encourage you to do one thing this week, it is to encourage yourself to swap out the bitter for the better. Thank you guys so much for listening. Same time, same place next week. And maybe I might be introducing you to my new co-host. We'll see. Peace.